Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. My name is Kevin Ray, and I'm your host. And I'm here with Mark Griffith, our co-host and executive producer. And we are very thankful for you guys starting your weekend out with us right here on the Housing Hour. And uh, we are very excited about our show today. Um, but before we get to that, I do want to make sure everybody knows how to plug in with us. You can go to thehousinghour.com. Um, obviously, you can listen live there. You can listen to all of our past shows. We have all of our series right there, easily accessible. Um, there's just a treasure trove of information for you to explore. You can spend all weekend there if you want, actually. Just I'm camp sure. out. We'll take care of you. And also, um, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash housing hour. And we we are also on Twitter. Um, The Housing Hour is our Twitter handle. That's hard to say three times in a row. So that's how you can plug in with us. And um, we're continuing on uh, our, our series, the Protect Your Family series. And we are just tickled to death to have today with us in studio Ann Brock. And she uh, writes a blog for Flower, Flower Sack Mama. That's the name of the blog. And we want to thank you for coming in. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, first off, what I'd like to do, if possible, is let me set up so I can explain. And then I want you to tell us a little bit about the, the whole concept and why you started Flower Sack Mama. And just give us a little insight into who you are and what it is that makes you tick and what you do this for. So the first thing is she does this site. And, and really, it's all about improving really your health based upon the chemicals that we possibly were breathing. It's it's an educational thing for people to go and read and understand um, how we can improve our environment. And we're talking about in the house and not only that, but in our community and also worldwide, frankly. So tell us, start there. Tell us a little bit more about the site and what you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Well, Flower Sack Mama really is a throwback to my grandma's days. Grandma was so thrifty and frugal mm-hmm. and did what she needed with what she had, and she literally used old flower sack fabric to make quilts. Oh, wow. That's how resourceful and creative she was. And she did a lot of other neat, old-fashioned things that we might want to get back to today. Mm. And so what we try to do is carry on the best of Grandma's traditions and improve on what we know better. Mm. I'm a country girl, grew up in the country, uh, sadly lost my mother to cancer, Mm. started learning more about health and well-being in the home and then becoming a parent really opened my eyes to my oh, responsibilities yeah. uh really learning that the first environment for my children was the womb mm. and the home mm. and our own backyard and i never thought of myself as an environmentalist and i never would have dreamed that i would write what people sometimes call a green blog or yeah. an environmental or health blog never would have dreamed I'm just a country girl, mm-hmm. but I realize that every choice we make as a parent, starting with trying to have a healthy pregnancy and raise a healthy baby and give them a healthy future, mm-hmm. all those things are influenced by little decisions that we can make, small and, and then collectively larger, that have to do with our environment in the home. That's amazing that you're saying that because I'm thinking about the same things. For instance, we're starting, we're doing this health challenge at work and it's really made me begin to think about what it is my kids are putting into their bodies. You know, just a small thing that we changed, which, you know, will go along the lines of what you're talking about, but that was switching from regular milk to organic milk. 
you know, you know, the hormones, less hormones and those type of things. Um, and there's so many other things that we could do. And, you know, talk, talk a little bit about a little more about your grandmother. You know, you're, you, you talk about the best traditions, improving on what we know better. And that seems to be kind of a lost skill that I think families maybe have went away from. They think, oh, that's old school. That, that's the way that, that's the way that grandma used to do it. We don't do it that way anymore. Well, talk a little bit more about that because I think that's intriguing. Well, you know, the way grandma and maybe even great grandma would have grown a garden mm. would have been without toxic, persistent pesticides. And yet, that's right. what we're all used to eating. That's mm. just been the norm. Nobody yeah. really thought about it. So our family's been trying for the last couple of years some organic gardening. Mm. It's been fun and it's been great. And we make lots Home of home harvest. Absolutely. Supporting yeah. growing what we can. And then if we can't grow it ourselves, going to the farmer's market, asking, mm. how is this grown? Can I buy organic? Learning which vegetables we can grow or uh, grow or buy organically. And mm. you know, maybe there's a priority of which ones we want to, 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 to uh, really get on the table. Right. D- having dinner at home and cooking food at home, that's pretty old school, yeah. but. I think a lot of families find that that works really well. Yeah, and there's little things, too, like you're saying. You know, the things that we have in our cabinets, although they may not be toxic just sitting there on the cap in the cabinet, but olive oil, for instance, you heat past 120 degrees, it becomes rancid and can clog your arteries. This is just something that I learned, so that's why we switched to coconut oil. That's just another example. Um, but also, I think what you're what you're doing too, I think, is from an education standpoint. What made you or gave you the the knowledge that you seem to be so well at expressing? Where do you get your information? How do you go about doing what you do? Well, of course, I think Grandma's wisdom is good. You yeah. know, Grandma had common sense. I think mm-hmm. that's been lost. We right. all need to have some common sense. Did Absolutely. she write all this down for you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish she had. I think we yeah. need to, to go back again and, and really embrace the best of what the generations before us did in their parenting, the mm. best of. And then there's new information as well. Uh, really, I started writing stories. Honestly, I wrote a lot about quilters and, and home gardening and farming and, and those sort of country living type stories. And then I found myself encountering over and over again families like mine that had dealt with the tragedy of cancer, mm. families dealing with other kind of mysterious health issues and and having some concerns. And, and, and at some point, I was actually asked to participate in this larger collective um, group, very large group, uh, that has to do with the Safer Chemicals Healthy Families effort and realized that this is exactly the sort of thing that I want to do as a parent anyway. I want to give my children a healthy future, a healthy start. And so I learned that there are all sorts of resources. Many times these are from independent consumer and environmental groups, from health groups, uh, advocates like nurses and, and parents and advocates for children with disabilities who are have all sorts of information that they're trying to, to use to educate parents so that we can make better choices. And uh, going into your website, which is phenomenal, it has so much information there. You've done a great job laying it all out. The tabs you click, it goes right to it. You give great hyperlinks to everything, so it's really easy to use. Um, but going into the house, uh, we talk about chemicals, and we talk, we go out and we buy a chemical for this. The bathroom gets four sets of different chemicals. You really kind of break that down as what we should do to kind of protect that environment in the house, starting with cleaning products. Can you kind of talk to us about what? things we're supposed to replace and what are we supposed to replace them with? That's a great question. And that's a broad question, as you know. So to break it down into something reasonable, the first step I would say for all of us is to simplify, literally simplify. Do I really need 
10 different products to clean my house from top to bottom? Probably not. Well, the commercials say we do. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to think first. My wife says we do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, that's better than a commercial. But, you know, Grandma used vinegar and water to clean the windows, and she did a pretty darn good job. And put it on the salad. <laughs> Personal. Right. Uh, baking soda. You can scrub and clean and you put baking soda and vinegar, to, vinegar together. Mm-hmm. You got some powerful cleaning. Isn't that, isn't that what we did with the volcano in school and you make this bubbly stuff? Exactly. And you can use it to clean your toilets. Mm, wow. Cost. So you just you create this volcanic activity inside you your can. <laughs> You can. You can actually put the vinegar in, let it set a while, and mm. then go back and scrub with the baking soda. Uh, wow. If you want to add some essential oils, if you like that and, and you make that choice to use it, then you can do that as but well. But you know what, Mark? The thing that people want is that smell, the smell of it being clean. And and certainly vinegar, although I love the taste in certain foods, probably isn't well, doesn't like say, hey, I'm clean. Is you this, know? this isn't cider vinegar. This is white vinegar that it's you're... Plain white vinegar. Oh, just, okay, so we call it yucky juice at our house. <laughs> well, <laughs> when my kids say a bad word, they get vinegar. <laughs> oh my! Well, but really, <laughs> you, you'll save money. I, I love now. Some people can now again. Just because something is natural doesn't mean you couldn't be sensitive to it. You got to yeah, be true. careful about that. So some people don't even want to go with essential oils. A lot of us do. I love essential oh, okay. oils. So you got tea tree oil as a natural sort of antibacterial, mm-hmm. natural cleaning property. So I like to add something like that mm-hmm. when I'm cleaning. I like to add lavender oil eucalyptus oil and oh. then you won't be complaining about the scent where do you get these oils you can go to any sort of health food store any place that has any gnc used to sell them when i used to work there mm-hmm. so there are a lot of different places you can you can go online and there are actually co-ops that sell this so you use the cleaning the homemade cleaning products and you add the oils and it gives that fresh mm-hmm. scent that you were talking about yeah. so you- i bet you candles what do you know about candles because we have them all over our house and i bet you that we're breathing in some bad toxins I really haven't used candles since I had children. Really? I, I tend to go ultra conservative with those. Now, there are some people you do, who... You use like, aerosol cans? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I like clean air. You know what? Here's the thing. If the house needs to be clean, we need to clean it. Soap mm-hmm. and water work pretty well. Right. We've forgotten how to use soap and water. You're just water. masking the problem when you spray stuff. You're right. Exactly. You really need to clean. Open the windows. Get some fresh air. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, simmer some good smelling things on the stove. You know, little cinnamon and cloves. You know, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to those old fashioned simple things. So less is more. Keep it simple. See, Mark, I'm telling you, what she's talking about is what has began is be is coming into my consciousness more and more because I realize that there are so many things out there that could hurt us. You know, when we had Michael Church on the show as an yes. example, and I don't know if you know who Michael Church is, but he's a great guy. And I would have, if you don't know him, get to know him because he knows what he's talking about. Um, but he started to make me realize about how the things that are in your crawl space are coming up into your home and that's affecting, you know, your kids and the sickness and all of that. You see the kids being sick more and more, it seems like. So these are the things that we're thinking about. And, and I'm, obviously, that's what you're thinking about. And you have a four and seven-year-old, correct? Yes. So you're on the front lines of all of this. Every parent is on the front lines. Yeah. Every parent is. And here's here's how amazing this is. As a parent, to even if you're not going to make homemade items mm-hmm. to clean your house, if you're not going to really, really simplify, but you're busy and you've got to run to the store and you've got to pick up a product. Mm-hmm. You really need an advanced science degree mm. in order to understand what in the world you're buying. Yeah. Even if you can read or pronounce the ingredients on the label mm-hmm. of a consumer product, you might want to know that uh, the law does not even require all the ingredients to be listed. So yeah, you have we to found know. that out yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, well, let me ask you. I mean, some of their products out there, they'll say green cleaning solutions. I mean, it looks like, okay, I'm not going to mix my own, but man, I can buy this at Home Depot. Yeah. It sounds like greenwashing to me, and you really want to watch out for greenwashing. Is that kind of like play off of brainwashing? Greenwashing. (laughs) (laughs) It's advertising. The word green and the word natural, as much as I love those words, really doesn't mean anything Mm. in the marketplace. There is really no regulation of that. Yeah. And again, so they're just use some of those products are phony, baloney. They got the chemicals in them. You need to be really careful. Now, Kroger's has a line of products that are in their organic section. Have you been into Kroger's lately? I've I've seen a lot of Tom Toms and. Again, there are a lot of there yeah. there are a lot of companies that are on the forefront that are trying to be more transparent about what's in their products. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's the thing: there are products that ten or twenty years ago might have had good intentions, but mm-hmm. now there's new information that says, "Whoa, maybe a substance in that product is not good for us." So you really have to stay up to speed on on what uh, the chemicals of concern might be. Yeah. Well, it, now we we talk about the chemicals in the homes. We try to make an impact there. We also talk about, and maybe, Kevin, this might be a question on the other side of the break, mm-hmm. but we talk about organic gardening and those types of things. But what do we, what can we do about outside the boundaries of our property as far as protecting our environment and other things? I mean, are we, do you have an answer for that or a blog post for that? That's <laughs> yeah. a great question, and it is a question that I try to address because we have individual actions we can take, and there are some Absolutely. things collectively we can do. Yeah, and, you know, if you think about it, we have to, try to impact our community because yeah it's important to impact our home but you're not going to live in a bubble yeah i mean some people might try to but you are going to have to go out there and live and go to school and go to church and go to work and all of those things and i think that that plays hand in hand with it but the thing that i know for me is that rather than just sitting on my couch complaining about it then you need to step out there and take action just like you know you did with the um, inventory of your home and then you put some things into action i got my garden you know my vegetable garden because i want to start so those are things i think that that we want to explore on the other side of this break you can give us some suggestions on what things we can do and what people can reach out and one of the biggest things they can do is educate themselves and this is a great website to go to to do that flowers and mama all those links up on yes. the website and you know you can find us on the housinghour.com if you're listening uh, at 98.7 you can go right now to the housing hour and about an hour after the show our awesome uh, producer Landon will have that up for us and we have some news that I will tell you about later on in the show that about something that's coming real soon that's going to knock your socks off. It's going to knock your socks off. So we'll talk about that later. But thank you for joining the Housing Hour. We're excited to have Ann Brock in with Flower Sack Mama. And we'll see you back right after these messages. Homeownership matters, and Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you with all your home financing needs. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our federally licensed loan officers are ready to help you sort through all the mortgage loan options. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Hey, I'm Kevin Ray, host of the Housing Hour. 
Please join me and my co-host Mark Griffith every Saturday from 8 to 9 as we bring you the latest news from the housing market. And be sure to check out our website, thehousinghour.com, for great resources on housing-related issues and links to our archive shows. So join me, Kevin Ray, and Mark Griffith each week as we tackle issues of homeownership. The Housing Hour is a locally produced show presented by Mortgage Investors Group. The Housing Hour, Saturdays from 8 to 9, right here on WOKI. Here's Dayton Hilton of Dayton's Pest Control to speak on yet another pest, carpenter bees. Carpenter bees look like bumblebees, but they bore holes in softwoods like cedar, white pine, and poplar. In other words, the woods we use to build our houses and decks. That's right. They bore a half-inch hole to create a tunnel to raise their young. In following years, they expand their tunnels at a right angle from the original hole, which can extend over 10 feet. Wow! I've heard not all companies bother with carpenter bees. Why do you? At Dayton's, our goal is to provide you with professional pest control services that meet your specific needs. Anything to add about carpenter bees, Dayton? Carpenter bees are not social insects like yellow jackets and honeybees, so you never see a swarm. You need to check your outside wood for holes, sawdust, and hovering bees. If you see activity, call Dayton's Pest Control at 588-6686. Let Dayton's Advantage be yours. 588-6686. And online at DaytonsPestControl.com. Dayton's Pest Control. Do you look at your backyard and see nothing but brown? I'm Brantley Rivers with Acme Block & Brick. And if you aren't one of our customers, you probably do. At Acme Block & Brick, we specialize in turning the winter's cold shades of brown into an outdoor living space full of color and warmth. Whether it's an outdoor kitchen equipped with a cozy stone fireplace or a new patio built with our Belgard pavers, Acme Block and Brick can help you find the perfect remedy for those winter browns. We also carry other products that can spruce up your home. Acme Block and Brick. From block for a new retaining wall to stone for a new walkway. You won't believe the ideas our friendly, knowledgeable staff have for your outdoor facelift. So go to our website at acmeblockandbrick.com and take a look at our high-quality products or visit one of our three locations in Crossville, Kingston, and in Alcoa and see what a little stone can do for you. Don't wait. An outdoor living space is what your home is missing. Come see us today at Acme Block and Brick. I promise you won't be disappointed. Acme Block and Brick. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Great. Where is this going to come from? There's no way. How am I going to pay my mortgage? First, I'd lose my job. And now, I'm about to lose my house. What happened to the American dream? There's got to be something I can do. There is. Keep My Tennessee Home has U.S. funds for struggling Tennessee homeowners. Visit Keep My Tennessee Home at keepmytnhome.org and see if you qualify today. Monday morning on the Triple H Morning Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI. What do you wish you had asked someone and what do you wish they had told you? Hindsight, is it really 2020? We'll take a look at it and we get started 5.30 Monday morning, News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. 
Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, it's Kevin Ray, your host. And I'm here with Mark Griffith, our co-host, and our guest, Ann Brock, today. Um, we're having a conversation about all kinds of good stuff, and we're going to continue that in a moment. do need to tell you also about a company that we believe very, very strongly in, and that is Admiral Title. Admiral Title has been around for around eight years, and they help you with your real estate closing transaction. So when you're buying a home, there at the end, when you go out to somebody's office and sign all of the paperwork, those are the folks that are going to handle all of that. And they're going to be our partner as lenders throughout the process. So Mortgage Investors Group uses them a lot. I know Mark's group uses them. Um, and they just do a great job. And if you want to go with somebody that you can trust, somebody that the Housing Hour trusts, then Admiral Title is the place that you want to start with. Um, and we'll help you with all of that. We'll give you the information about a closing. But they're going to be there in partnership with us. And you can reach them directly, Admiral Title, 865 865- Five three one six zero six zero, and it's Admiral Title. So we're back in here, and uh, we were ending that first segment, kind of talking about what we can do. And you happen to uh, have developed um, kind of five tips, um, kind of a starting place for inside the home, and I guess that could also go outside the home. But why don't you, you share with us the tips that you've kind of developed? Sure, some easy tips that we can all do. First of all, simplify. We can just simplify and decide if we really need several different cleaners to clean our home or 20 different items to feel pretty. Mm -hmm. If we just simplify, that's a good starting place. Second, embrace homemade for at least some things. Try some of those homemade cleaners that grandma used. Mm -hmm. Try some of that vinegar and baking soda. Try some other things like that. Try more fresh local foods instead of canned to avoid some concerns about food packaging. Next, read ingredient labels. Be really careful. Learn about the chemicals of concern and find the few things that you know you want to avoid. An easy one I'll give you to start with is triclosan. Look at your kitchen sink right now and see if what you're washing your dishes with contains triclosan. Look at your hand soap in the bathroom. That's a known hormone disruptor. Mm. And then go on to understand that the ingredient label does not have to tell you everything. So know what to look for and realize what might not be there as you're looking for chemicals of concern. Fourth, seek safer products. There are some leaders out there who are trying to be more transparent, who are trying to produce a safer version of a product for our home. And we need to embrace those. And then finally, we can support the Safe Chemicals Act. This is a common sense measure that would help ensure that chemicals are safe before they go into consumer products. It would help eliminate the worst chemicals of concern and provide better consumer information. The reason we need this is we can't simply shop our way out of problems with toxic chemicals in the products. Just like parents use a better safe than sorry approach to protecting children, we need public policy to value health and safety and commerce. So here in Tennessee, we need to ask Senators Corker and Senator Alexander to support the Safe Chemicals Act. It is a moderate, mainstream, common sense measure to protect all of our families. We need to get you in front of Congress. Wow. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, I, I have a question. You mentioned, um, maybe it was point number four, that there are commercially made products that can be used in the home safely. Um, do you list those on your blog? How do we find those? Well, you know, and I'm not here to promote any particular product, of course. Of course. I'm here to share the information. Right. Um, because Safer Chemicals Healthy Families, which I do advocate for and feel strongly about, is a nonprofit group. Uh, but 
yes, I, I have links to resources there. I do have links to resources. Safe for Chemicals Healthy Families as well has links to resources. Because some um, people just aren't crafty. They don't want to build or make products or anything like that's that. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. I mean, if you want, again. Are you speaking for yourself? Yes. Looking <laughs> at <laughs> the man in the mirror here. But, yeah. you know, an example like, you know, look for the soap without the triclosan in it. Uh, look for, you know, something else that does not have, you know, any, any parabens in it. Uh, look for, you know, fewer preservatives, fewer mm-hmm. artificial sort of ingredients. Don't, don't Asper- Aspartame, you know, it was one of the things that we learned about. It turns your brain's ability off to be able to tell whether you're full. And also, um, from what I understand, this is not official news, but um, it was treated years and years ago as um, a toxin, basically. And you know what the, you know, do you know what um, people who drive ambulances when they have a fatal accident and there's blood on the interstate or the roadway, guess what they use as um, the thing to clean off of the street? Uh, a Diet Coke, Diet Coke or Coke. And that, you know, because it eats away at the blood and it's able to, those are just things that we're putting into our bodies and we don't even know that we're doing it. And I think that that's the thing. If we can get more people to be able to express themselves how you just did so eloquently about why it's so important, the more people we can get out there talking about it and promoting it and, and really just come alongside of you and us, then that's when the people will start making the products. That's when Kroger's will have a bigger section in their store or whatever. There'll be more of the Trader Joe's popping up. Exactly. And not only can parents help vote, if you will, by asking, say, their senators to support the Safe Chemicals Act and basically get a safer public policy, but we really do vote with our dollars every day. We do. And, you know, this... I don't mean to sound alarming, but these are facts. These are based in facts and, and some of the leading scientists of the day that give this information to this coalition, Safer Chemicals, Healthy Families. But sadly, childhood cancer is on the rise. Childhood cancer is on the rise. Mm. Leukemia, mm-hmm. things oh, yeah. like that. One in six American children have some form of learning or developmental disability. How many? One, one in six. One in six. One in six. Mm-hmm. Is that an acceptable level? No. As, no. As a parent, what parent finds that acceptable? And what we do know, although it's really hard to connect the dots, I understand, but the scientists who look into these things, into the environmental exposures and the endocrinology, they're showing us that toxic chemicals can interfere with healthy brain development, even in the womb. Yeah. A lot, I, a lot of this, honestly, Mark, is is like, yeah, study was needed to be able to confirm it, but... Duh. Yeah. You know, you think about it. These chemicals are really affecting people. And, you know, uh, you mentioned these chemicals because you're so versed in this. Um, how, do you have a place on the website where you can list the, you, you named off these, but I have to see the spelling before I can get them locked in my the head. The trigonometry stuff <laughs> yes. that you don't want in the cleaning product. What was it? <laughs> I actually have a tab, uh-huh. a tab at Flower Sack Mama that says safer chemicals, healthy families. And I will be updating yes. that as we go along with oh, more good. blog posts and more easy links. So you yeah, let me, let me, um, let me talk about that for a minute because the, the site folks out there, and you mentioned it a minute ago, it's very well done and it is flower sack mama dot blogspot dot com. Just dot com. Just dot com. You don't even need the blog spot. No. Okay. Well, well, that's what shows up when I. Yeah. Okay. So it's flowersackmama.com, right? Yes. And when you go there, um, there is just a wealth of information and it's incredible because even when you click on one of those tabs, that is opening you up to a whole other section so that you can read about all these different things. It's phenomenal. And so educate yourself we we've got only a, a segment and a half left so we're going to do the best we can to get out the information but going to this site will will be the best medicine no pun intended 
and Flower Sack Mama might be the next store. You know, I can see her open up a store and start selling some of those products. But well, she doesn't <laughs> want to do that, but she could, right? I, I think it's the information we need. We yeah. we have enough stuff in our lives. We need to get some wisdom back. Excellent yeah. point. And you're not doing this as a profit motive, right? I mean, you're doing this because certainly you want to make a living, but you're really doing it because you are so passionate about it. This is what you do because this is who you are. I have been really feeling a calling to write about these stories, to cover these stories. Mm. And I will be sharing more as the year goes on. And I'd like to say they're all happy stories, but mm. they're not going yeah. to be all happy stories because there are too many families mm-hmm. that are experiencing heartbreak. There are too many families that have these mysterious uh, illnesses happening to them. And, and um, there right. are too many, uh, you know, I lost my mom to cancer. Um, I'm so thankful that I had a full life with her and she would, would have said herself she had a full life. But mm-hmm. you know, when I have a, a friend, Marcy, who left a seven year old behind when she died from cancer and then we hear about the children dying mm-hmm. of cancer, that's not acceptable. So yes, I do feel called and mm-hmm. I realize that you don't hear a whole lot about these stories right. everywhere, but yes, we need to, and we need to look for solutions. There are right. positive things that we can do today. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm reminded of people in my life personally. My grandfather died. Both of my grandparents died way too early. And one was from colon cancer. And the other, really, they never really figured it out. It was just it was like a natural death. But he was so young. And this thing shut down, you know. And so as we do get older, and, and, and this is the big thing for me, Mark. And, and, and I, I tell you, when I look at my kids in the eyes and I think, okay, Patrick and Olivia, they're going to have kids someday. I want to be able to be there and I want to be able to have the energy and I want to be able to play with these kids and I want to be able to be involved in their lives. And then, I, you know, this may be a goal of mine, but I'd like to see my grandkids' children. You know, my my grandmother, Lois Callahan, I call her me mommy, she has been the role model for all of our family. She still rides her bike and she still eats very healthy and she takes vitamins and now she's a great grandmother and she's able to be there and she's healthier than most of us and she just turned 90 and that's what my goal is so you talk about grandparents that's who i look at just same as you look at yours and you know one of the things one of the takeaways i'm sorry to to hijack the microphone here but one of the takeaways that i'm taking away right now is that i want to spend a little more time with me mommy and and get you know interviewer for lack of a better word and, and try to find out hey what are some things i need to pass on to my kids and so that's one of the takeaways that i have would you say the same mark oh absolutely because that's the goal of everybody you want to you want to survive long enough to see your kids and your, have kids and do that type of family extended family you want to be a part of it going forward in the future and i think this is what we have to wrap our minds around because not only the tox toxins that we're taking in but the obesity problem where the mm. what number state number four in the state, yeah. in the country, in the Tennessee country. is the number four as far as obesity. Mississippi is number one. Wow. Yeah. So, so these things are, you know, and I'm sure that the toxins have something to do with our obesity. We do. We have personal responsibility. Of course, mm-hmm. we all try to eat better. We try to exercise. But there is a class of these hormone disruptors called obesogens. They mm-hmm. are literally ah. called obesogens. And wow. So, yes. How frustrating I've been eating obesogens for a while. <laughs> I've been living on them. So, yeah, I mean, really, and, and, you know, we're all vulnerable, but of course, it's the youngest, it's the babies, it's the children right. who are the most vulnerable. Um, how intimate we've become with these toxic trespassers is amazing. In 2005, the Environmental Working Group reported finding 287 different toxic chemicals in the cord blood of babies. Mm. A few years later, our own government, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, conducted 
body burden studies and found 212 toxic chemicals in the blood and urine of Americans. These have become a part of us. We pass them on, whether we mean to or not. They're part Mm. of us. They're flame retardants, they're pesticides, they're industry byproducts, and they're substances from products that were supposed to make our lives more convenient. Mm. And it's time to apply some common sense to get ourselves out of this mess. Oh, man. And, you know, uh, one of the things is Anne's here in studio with us, and she is a dynamic person. Uh-huh. I met her at a parent expo uh, maybe a month ago, and I just thought, man, this would be a great interview to have her on, and certainly was right, right. about that. But she's, if you want to come out, she's going to be live uh, at a next parenting expo. Do you, the natural. Yeah, what, what is that? The you- Natural Parenting Expo is April 20th. It's all day long at the Knoxville Convention Center. It's at the Knoxville Convention Center on April 20th. That's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'll be hosting a table there with information for Safer Chemicals Healthy Families. I'll have postcards if people want to come out and uh, ask their senators to support the Safe Chemicals Act. I will be speaking at some point during the day. There'll be a lot of other great speakers and a lot of support for parents who are looking for answers. Mm, well, that's good information. So it's so I definitely recommend, and we'll post that information we'll have all as that well. Too. So you can go there right now and look at that. And for the other thing is, and we're going to have another break in a moment, and then we'll have one more segment with Ann. But um, once we get this show up, and Landon will have it up here in about an hour, um, pass this on to your family members. And, and you know, that's another thing my grandmother does. She always forwards me emails. Some of them I don't even open. <laughs> but, you know, majority of them I do. Depends on the subject. We captured that on air, you realize. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but you know what? Pass this on to your friends and family. You know, your cousins, your grandkids, your you know, whatever, you know, pass them on because I think this is one of those shows that could really open the eyes of so many people. I think it is um, very important for all of us as citizens of this world to understand that that statistic that she just said in the cord blood. How much did you say? How many toxic chemicals? The Environmental Working Group found 287 different yeah. toxic chemicals in cord blood and then the the U.S. government found 212. Yeah, That's, and you know what? I thought the cord blood was supposed to be the end all well, purest. Well, you may thing. not want that cord blood. You, <laughs> I mean, honestly, keep that in your freezer because I don't want any of that 200 toxic chemicals but parents i wonder if they know you know that's such a a thing that we need to educate but let's uh let's go ahead and we're going to take a break here in just a minute and i'm just all excited about this so um we're going to continue on here with ann brock after we get back and um, thank you for joining us on the housing hour don't forget you can uh, also follow us on twitter at the housing hour and facebook facebook.com slash housing hour we will be right back after these messages this could take a Sixty, ninety days, that's a little bit too long. This is Halloran for Mortgage Investors Group. They're great. They started in 1989. It was seven people, and they said, you know what? If we're going to build something that will grow, that will have a good, solid foundation, it's got to be the right thing. you got to do the right thing. You've got to have the right people. you got to have the right product, right price. Got to do it the right way. That was the foundation. Now it's 2012. They've served over 60,000 customers, $9 billion worth of American dreams processed. They're pretty incredible. Now here's one of the things they've noticed in the industry. It's taking 60 to 90 days to close a loan. Shouldn't do that. They can get it done for you in 30 days or less. Their website is easy to remember. It's just migonline.com. 
MIGonline.com. You can go there this morning. Equal housing lender, mortgage license number 109111. Hey everyone, this is Kevin Ray with the Housing Hour, and we want you guys to call Josh White at Home Harvest. Josh can build a vegetable garden in your backyard any size that you want. And that's what he does. He can help design a plan for you and your garden. Call Josh today at Home Harvest, and that's at 865-712-2745. Home Harvest, 865-712-2745. I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Hi, this is Dick Morris. Obamacare is taking full effect this year with over 15,000 pages of regulations. You need to know how this law affects you. That's why you should get your copy of Obamacare's Survival Guide. It's easy to read and the best guide to the new law. Even if you're currently insured or a senior on Medicare or a business owner, a medical profession, or really any citizen, you need the Obamacare Survival Guide. In it, you'll find about hidden taxes, fees, and fines, including a 40% tax on some health plans. I warned you about Obamacare. It's rationing Medicare cuts and will trigger doctor shortages. Now the Obamacare Survival Guide gives you the simple steps to protect your family. So get the Obamacare Survival Guide at bookstores everywhere. It's already a number one Amazon bestseller. Or get our special $4.95 offer and save $15 today by going to Obamacare911.com. Obamacare911.com. That's Obamacare911.com. Are you in the market to purchase a new home? Many first-time home buyers and veterans qualify for 2 or 4% down payment grants from the Tennessee Housing Development Agency. THDA offers 30-year fixed-rate mortgages insured by FHA, VA, USDA, or conventional loans. For more information, please visit our website at www.thda.org. Spring is just around the corner. Temperature begins to warm. Plants start to bloom. And truthfully, what's more fun than planting a garden with your family and letting your kids pick out the flowers? Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you make these precious memories come true for you. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, we have the loan to fit your needs. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 1091. For today, look for mostly sunny skies across East Tennessee. It will be a spectacular afternoon. Highs around 70 degrees. From the VLT Local 8 Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist David Aldrich. More American than an apple pie baked by Tim Tebow on the 4th of July. What? Okay, I'm not sure he can top that. No. Halloran Hilton Hill. Yeah, he loves America. On News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Oh, yeah. We're back here on the Housing Hour. And I am Kevin Ray, your host. I'm so grateful. 
for you guys coming in today and spending a couple of few minutes with us. And I tell you, um, we also have a new sponsor that everybody knows about. They were on the show uh, last week and just really did a great job. And um, they do a great job, and that is Knox Homes Magazine. And we're thankful for their sponsorship and for partnering with us and a great product that they're offering. And you know what the most beautiful thing about them is? Is that their product is free. Absolutely. It costs nothing. But you just need to go out there and look for it because it's at many different places. Um, Grocery stores. It's at Mortgage Investors Group. So you can find it anywhere you have a Knoxville News Sentinel. So you can locate them there. And you know what? They're a place where you can go. If you want to see what homes, the hot homes that are on the market, you go pick up one. You look through it. You've got the realtor's contact information right there. You view everything. And then you make that call to that realtor. And you need a realtor when you're buying a home. And there's no better place to find it than Knox Homes Magazine. So give them an opportunity to work with you. And I'll tell you, one of the nice things that you'll find is that they're local people. They're local people, and they've been around for many, 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 many years. So... You can call Joey Hackworth at 865-776-2428. And if you want to take out an ad with them, if you're a realtor and you want to get in on the ground level and really help them build this up, their first month they were at 28 pages, their second month 36 pages. That's a big jump. And our blog was featured in the magazine in the April edition. So go pick it up. It's about home energy efficiency. Um, and it's a blog that we wrote that our housing hour staff wrote and it's right there. Excellent. In the magazine. So give them a call 865-776-2428. So we're back in here in the housing hour. We have Ann Brock and you can find her, um, anywhere on the website. You could probably actually Google just your name and, and it, a lot of stuff would come up. I would say, um, flower sack mama. Correct. That's what the website is, flowersackmama.com. Talk to us a little bit about this, um, the Safe Chemicals Act. Maybe give us a, a bird's eye view of what it is and what people can look for and why it's so important. I know you did that a moment ago, but but expand on that a little. Sure. This affects every family, absolutely every family. When I go to the store, I don't know about you, but I go to the store, buy a product, I'm busy, I pick a product off the shelf. I used to assume that it was safe. Mm. I used to assume that somebody was surely looking out to make mm. sure it was safe. Surely somebody tested it. Surely, you know, I wouldn't get cancer from using that product. My child wouldn't be in any sort of shorter long-term danger. It turns out that the very process that's supposed to give us some sort of product safety really is broken. Mm. Back in the 1970s, there was this thing called the Toxic Substances Control Act passed. And since then, more than 80,000 different chemicals have been produced for commerce in the United States. They just grandfathered in 62,000 chemicals at the time that was passed. Uh, They really only ended up testing 200 of those and only banned five. Mm. Uh, The EPA even tried to restrict asbestos 20 years ago and failed and hasn't even tried again since. So we really have this false sense of security that the government's really protecting us or that, um, you know, that in commerce that, that everybody makes sure the products are safe. So what we're trying to do with the Safe Chemicals Act is really update things. We have had this phenomenal growth in science, especially in the since the 90s in the area of things called endocrine disruptors and the way that substances interact with our body. Mm-hmm. And what we need is for public policy to keep pace with the science. Uh, we need to just cut through all that bureaucracy and just say, hey, let's have a better standard for the few substances, particularly that the EPA looks at and says, well, these are really, uh, you know, definitely causing harm. These are causing reproductive harm and neurotoxicity and cancer and, and all these sorts of things that would not uh, 
we would, we would not want in our bodies or our homes. They need to get rid of those worst chemicals of concern and then have a little more transparency so we can make informed choices as consumers. So we're asking wherever you live, our senators to support the Safe Chemicals Act. How can people get involved in that? Uh, can they go to your website? Do you have names and how they can post up? And- Absolutely. They can go to Flower Sack Mama at the Safer Chemicals Healthy Families tab. There's a sidebar as well as a tab. And either way, you can go there. We'll make it real easy so they can go whatever state you live in. You can can kind of plug into that and you can access and, and send a nice message to your senator. That's perfect. Um, absolutely. One of the scary things that I recently, when we had actually our last week's guest, Maggie Curse Baker, yeah. and she, we talk about um, smart grid and she's all about that, but she also talks about genetically modified food as well, which is a big issue that's beginning to surface because of the the global expansion of population. And, and I tell you, it's one of those things that, and I know it's not specifically related to the Safe Chemicals Act, but for us out there that are thinking about it, that's whenever it comes to potentially hurting companies, then the, the, the lobbyists and the special interest groups, they start to pound away. And the Safe Chemicals Act, you, you notice, I guarantee you, that it's not going to be smooth sailing. I mean, because there's so many companies that are involved with these chemicals and they have patents on them. And, you know, it's like, well, you start to to see these congressmen being knocked over by lobbyists saying you vote for that. And, buddy, your money is going to go out the door. Right. I I hope it's not that way. I really hope that we have some good. Uh, common sense folks that, yeah. that are thinking about their constituents instead. I particularly am really encouraged that we have Senator Alexander, who is such a moderate, mm-hmm. such a compassionate guy. He's this big supporter of education and, and clean air and, and, and things like that for his constituents. And we need that sort of leadership to say, mm-hmm. whoa, this is not a partisan issue. Let's get together. Let's support families on this. Let's think long term about the future health of our children. And, you know, you hit on another point that it's easy to criticize and say, whoa, you know, these moms are just being overly protective. And I I understand. I've heard that argument from the chemical lobby. And, you know, it's been really interesting and enlightening for me. I've had the privilege to interview uh, a lot of scientists in the last couple of years, particularly scientists who are mothers and scientists Mm. who are grandmothers, um, who are really experts in this field. Um, And I didn't, although I was not able to interview her uh, per se, I was listening to Dr. Theo Colburn the other day. She's this beautiful grandmother, mother of four. She started the Endocrine Disruption Exchange, really leaders in this science that that matters to, to all of this. And there was a quote from her and she was explaining why, you know, the old science was the dose makes the poison. Surely a little bit of that won't hurt us. But instead, with endocrine-disrupting chemicals, what these scientists are finding is it may be those really low amounts that maybe weren't even tested in the government tests. Those Mm. may be the things that are tricking our delicate endocrine systems or those of our children. And here's a quote from her that really floored me. This is a a scientist, a well-respected career scientist. She said, quote, there is no safe level of exposure for many of these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Oh, no safe level. No safe level. And one of the, I wouldn't say scary, but the interesting thing on your blog when I was reading this was the fact that um, if we do all this, we can take care of all these chemicals in our house. We we protect ourselves, do everything responsibly that we can to safeguard against those type of chemicals. But outside, coming in the house, and I didn't even think about this, but you're, you mentioned take off your shoes before you come in because the dust Mm-hmm. Is these chemicals are coming in through the dust, and 
Boy, I mean, there's a lot of dusty houses around. Absolutely. Take your shoes off. Doesn't cost anything. It's a simple thing. It helps simple. Mo- motivate you to, to, to keep the house, to keep the floor cleaner and dust more often. Another thing that really shocked me about this dusting idea, and I don't like dusting either, but, but the idea of keeping that cleaned up and don't stir it up is the scientists who've been looking at, uh, and there's a lot of controversy these days about the flame retardants in our furniture, in our baby's car seats and our furniture and all these things in our house supposed to be something good for us they're finding that that creates household dust that could be making particularly our children more susceptible and so just recently uh the epa is finally making some very slow progress and finally taking a look at these flame retardants whether they are doing more harm than good so the flame retardants are coming off and and getting into dust particles or are they are they rubbing off and becoming particles? Do you know? Well, I'm not a scientist, but right. the scientists are telling us that somehow that uh, particularly the polyurethane, the foam in a lot of our furniture is doused with these flame retardants. Soaked and then, in it. And there's dust that comes out of that. So, another, yes, definitely dust and take those shoes off. That's some easy, low-cost things we can do. You know, there's there's a couple of things that have grown in the United States. And that one of those things is the Dow Jones. You know, it's back up now 15 or whatever, 15,000. Another thing that has grown over the last 50 years is the growth in production and of the chemical industry. It's really just taken off. And you know what else has grown right alongside of it? And you know this because you brought this material is chronic disease. Is there any coincidence, is there any coincidence that those two things have parallel, I mean, literally rose together? No, the answer is no, right? Well, you're going to hear a lot of arguments. You know, scientists, you know, do what they do for a reason. They're, they're going to be really cautious about that. Yeah, they're going to tell that's us, who I'm listening to. Well, they're going to tell us the correlation does not imply causation. I understand that. But I think it goes back to the common sense as mm. well. As a parent, what am I going to do? My child wants to go play outside in the street. It's a busy mm-hmm. street with lots of cars. Do I sit and do a statistical analysis of the likelihood they'll right. get hit or not? No, I say we're not going to play in right. the street, stay in the yard. We're going to be better safe than sorry. That's the approach that parents take, and that's the approach that as a society I hope we would take to protect the most vulnerable in our population. But like Theo said, you know, the, she, she had the very clear, you know, scientific evidence basically of what she's saying is that it's not that a small amount will not hurt you. It's yes. In fact, there's no amount of chemical that will not affect your, your system. And it's not just any, that I mean, science is in on this. Well, it is now. And I, and we don't mean all chem. I mean, we're talking right. about chemicals well, of concern. And, right. and so what, what, oh, we, yeah, that's what I, yeah. Right. Can we, we need common sense folks to, to really get together and, 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 you know, be pragmatic about this, about yes, if it is showing in the laboratory that it causes a health risk, mm-hmm. then let's get that out of commerce. And some of the other things uh, we don't necessarily have direct control over. I mean, so like we talked about, we can walk in with dust, we can take off our shoes and leave it outside, hopefully, uh, you know, take care of the dust inside the home. But what about businesses and their use of chemicals? I know that there's been studies. I know sometimes we think that the EPA is watching out for them and Big Brother is watching, but they're not necessarily because Pigeon Rivers. We had, been, remember, the regulatory business for, for pest control on. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so there are those entities from the UT department or the uh, Department of Agriculture looking at. But really, who's, I mean, how can we become a part of the uh, the process for chemicals use in businesses? 
Well, two things. One, support the Safe Chemicals Act and and let your senator know that this matters to families and we need to support the Safe Chemicals Act, get that passed so we can get public policy to get up to speed with science. But also, we vote every day with our dollars. So when we make those choices to go simpler, to choose the products that from companies that are trying to be more transparent about what they put in the products, those are all good things. Uh, let me give you another example, and I won't go into too much detail, but if I go to the store and I buy something as simple as my child's lunchbox or backpack, mm. and I have a choice to pick PVC, polyvinyl chloride, that's that slick, shiny plastic that's easy to clean, mm. or I can pick something else. I'm not only making a choice for my children Mm. and the chance that that might not be the best, healthiest thing for them. Mm -hmm. I'm making a choice to support or not support the manufacturing of that. There are poor communities that support the manufacture of that by breathing the air in those communities. Mm. Think of the children that go to school there. Well, and also I was involved with a big drive at Beaumont Elementary where we brought all these backpacks and stuff. And you just wonder, it's, you know, we think we're doing something really good, which we are, but. You know, we need to think about those type of things. What are we giving to this community? You know, all of these PVC backpacks or what, yeah. what you know, making better choices in the education piece is so huge. Now, we told you um, about Senator Alexander. He supports this, if I'm not mistaken. We correct? need him on board. Okay. He, he is a great common sense guy who has supported other things that are mm-hmm. good for families. And we need his leadership. And on Frank, uh, Senator Frank Lautenberg from New Jersey, Democrat. He says, I quote, our children should not be used as guinea pigs. It's time to update the law to protect them. So it's both sides of the aisle. It's not, this is a very centrist issue. This doesn't mean that you're a Republican or a Democrat. It doesn't mean that you do believe in global warming or not. I mean, this is just basic science and we need to get on board with this and call your senator, you know, and, and call your, your state representative and your, your, and if they don't know how to get a hold of them, it's right on her blog. They Absolutely. can hit a link and get it right there. Absolutely. Well, we only have a minute left in show. Go ahead and finish your closing. Absolutely. And as you said, this is not partisan. The president's cancer panel appointed by George W. Bush appointed the panel that, that brought out a report, mm. uh, just a few years ago on reducing environmental cancer risk saying we need to take a hard look at right. this. This is important for everybody. Yeah, our kids are not guinea pigs, and it's time for us to step up. Well, we are so happy to have had you come in today, Anne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, look for um, on her blog. Uh, you can go because I think that she took a picture of us that you can check out as well. So if for nothing else, you can go look at a picture of us. Um, but thank you guys for coming in today to the Housing Hour. Go to thehousinghour.com to find all of Ann's information and links to her website. And again, we want to thank the Housing Hour staff for all that they do as well. Um, and check out the blog. We have some really good blogs from last week as well. We'll see you next week right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.